Hey, this is Chance, and I just want to tell you all about Progress Podcast that Margarita and I are working on, uh, where we get people to tell their stories about their struggles, and uh, it's, it, it gets pretty in-depth, and people are sharing things that they've never shared before, and the whole goal of it is that uh, somebody out there going through the same thing, or maybe just who can relate, who can understand, or who can apply it to their own situation we'll be able to make some progress. Uh, we're stoked about it. We're really excited. Um, so whenever that comes out, just keep your eyes peeled. Progress is going to be a cool thing and it's going to be way better than this stupid ass podcast. So thank you for listening and look forward to progress. All right. Uh, this is podcast idea 13 episode 40 something. Um, and we've got, uh, Travis Davis here again. Cause you know we we've just been chit chatting for a while. We got stuff to talk about, uh, right, Travis? Yeah, I think this is the most that you and I have talked ever because it's been a couple years since I've seen you, so it's been Th- good catching up. That's almost kind of comical to bring up because uh, I wouldn't say we really ever knew each other well, you know? No, and not at all. The past like two days, I feel like <laughs> we've talked for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah i feel like i feel like you're an old friend yeah i feel the same that's a good thing that's awesome look at this uh progress yeah. podcast brought people together new friendships i don't i don't know if you remember but you were my first recording project when i was at the recording conservatory what do you remember that no i do not you you recorded a song for your wife for valentine's day Whoa, really? Yeah, it was like 2014, I think. We recorded it like a week before Valentine's Day or two weeks before or something like that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, But I did not remember that at all. (laughs) Like not not one bit. If you would have asked me, if you would have just cold asked me like, hey, remember that Valentine's Day song you, you made for Rachel? Like, where did you record that? I'd be like, oh, I think I just recorded it in my room. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I literally have no recollection of that. It's amazing that you're able to remind me of that. Was it, it was out at, out at the recording conservatory. Uh huh. Yeah. And I think that I don't remember if uh forest was there. Forest Collado was there or not. I feel like he was. Yeah. It's because he hadn't likely. started school there yet, but I feel like he was on that or something. So. Yeah. It's so funny. He's oh. like way, yeah, that... way better than I am now. Like, uh, you know, Zach, uh, Castillo, uh, we were his first project as well. Uh, chasing lions was uh, okay. So gotcha. it's, it's, we've been, I guess we've been, I think I was probably Forrest's first project too. We've been like several people's first projects. Uh, but, uh, that's how we met Zach. And then like, he's, he's like my brother now, you know? Uh, yeah yeah I, I i've never actually met him but his mom's friend is a mutual friend of my mom oh and that's how we found out about the rec- the, co- the recording conservatory but i'll blow your mind even more blow it we actually i don't know if you remember this but we actually met when you guys were recording the progress album and uh i don't remember the name of the song forgive me but there's a part on the album that i'm actually on Whenever we were, we recorded gang vocals. Okay, I do remember that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And I just awesome. remember singing I, I Know I'll Freeze to Death over and over again. 
I know I'll freeze to death. Yes. Da, 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 get me out of here. Yep. Dude, that's awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot you were on that. Like, oh, man, that's cool. I love how this is coming together. Um, but before yeah. we get too deep in this hole, <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, your podcast, which is uh, called yeah. Drum Chats. Why don't you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah, uh, man. Long story short, Drum Chats is a podcast that I host with my friend Dave Douglas, who is the drummer for Reliant K. And uh, he and I have been... It's a multifaceted thing that Drum Chats is. There's like video interviews. Um, I'm wanting to get into like tutorials or covers or whatever. But the podcast itself is a is a leg of the whole operation. And Dave and I have been doing that for just a little over a year now. And basically, it's anything and everything that has to do with drums. And our typical topics uh, are not so much about other drummers, but it's it's really about like uh, different kinds of drum heads and cymbals and hardware. Like we get into the nitty gritty. And yeah, I'm a obviously I'm a big drummer, and I'm a, I'm it's the thing I'm passionate about the most. And so that's what we talk about. Uh, on the podcast and hopefully, you know, be getting more uh, guests on guest spotlights and talking about different things. So in a nutshell, drum chats is anything that you can think of that has to do with drums. So what, um, what do you think was your favorite episode you've done so far? Like if you have, if you can pinpoint a favorite, that might be hard. Oh man, that is hard. Uh, gosh. We've done like 20 or so, so far. I would probably say the one we talked about on drum heads, just because that's the first one that's coming to mind. But drum heads alone, um, there's so much science behind the way that they're constructed. And we, we dive into that in that episode. And, um, I'd probably say that one, just because it's, it's so interesting to me how drum heads are made and the different kinds that there are. Yeah, for sure. For different uses. I can't even imagine. I don't know anything about drums. I know they're round. I know they're made of wood <laughs> most of the time. I mean, that's that's about what I know. <laughs> so, that's most of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got the basics down. I'm pretty sure you hit them with a stick. Yeah. <coughs> yep. Yeah. It's yeah. the best job ever. You just, you you get to hit stuff with with sticks. Yeah. Like, who doesn't? It's amazing. Do that? It's like the evolution of like putting pots and pans around you as a kid and banging on them, but you're an adult. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, have you done an episode on sticks yet? Yes, we have. I think that was one of our first. Yeah, I bet um, that one's like. There's probably a lot to talk about just with sticks. Oh well, it's it's funny that you say it that way too because especially early on this is that's the first podcast i've ever done and i just had the idea so he and i were kind of figuring this out together and trying to get you know uh our footing and stuff and so i believe that was maybe the second or third episode that we talked on maybe the fourth and at the time i'm sure if i went back and listened to it it was awful um <laughs> just because you know we're still trying to figure out how how to make a com uh, a conversation and dialogue work within a certain time frame and For sure um well we talked about that too with all these topics we'll at some point we'll have to come back around you know because there's so many different things we can talk about and even within the one topic of drum of drumsticks 
we can't fit all that there is in an hour or 30 minutes. Yeah, isn't that So we could do multiple episodes honestly. on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's mind-blowing, and it's also uh, it's kind of tough to deal with because once you... I, I'm the kind of person that once I get into a role with, uh, with talking on a certain topic, it's hard to stop. Yeah. And so having to come back <laughs> later and bring up more things... It's like, man, can we just talk for four hours about it? I, but, yeah, I'm the know, same way, honestly. I mean, we started talking this morning at like what ten forty five. It's twelve twenty now. We've <laughs> we've we've oh and gosh. we've spent. Yeah. Uh, I think tracking time. We tracked like twenty minutes of a podcast, and now we're eight minutes into this one. So ninety percent of our time that, yeah. has been just chit chatting about random stuff. <laughs> yeah, we've hit on a lot of <laughs> topics, man. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm quite similar to you in that way. Like once, once I get going, it's like, oh man, uh, you know, at least where, where I get though, when I stop as I'm like, I have reached the extent of like valuable information I can put in. And then I'm like, I think I'm done, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I say that I probably go way past that and people are like, I think you're done, you know? that's probably what's really happening when you're told i think you're done yeah you're like i I think you're done with this podcast i think you've exhausted all you know um yeah Yeah. dude you don't listen to the second episode of this podcast it's hot trash like the first episode was okay the second episode of this podcast we tried harder and it it just made it terrible like, I remember we recorded like three episodes and just deleted them. And we were like, let's just go back to not giving a shit. And then it was like so much better from there on out. But yeah, it's funny. We we tried for a hot minute and it made it way worse. So I can definitely relate because it's out there, too. It's just like when you make a song, you know, and like you put out mm. a song like five, six, seven years ago. And you're like, wow, this sounds bad. Why did I like put this out? for people to listen to yeah uh, but you oh, know yeah i know the feeling dude what's what's done is done though it's there you know yeah <laughs> at least the chasing lions album like i'm still happy with because uh i like just like you said you you're in a piece of it and like i just totally forgot that and i have people i have other people like bring stuff up like that too sometimes or I'll remember like, man, I went over to this guy's house and I reamped all the guitars for that. I haven't even talked to that guy in like six years. Wonder how he's doing, you know? And it's just, it's weird. The, I realize yeah. all the connections that were connected to the album and stuff, you know? Uh, and it's I, a great album. Well, I really liked it. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I think, um, yeah, it's, I, I think I'm still proud of it. I'm still stoked about it. Um, the funny thing is I, I forget it's out there 90% of the time, you know, it's like 2014 or something it released. So like the weird thing about it is like it, it, it never goes away. Like you, it's, it's just there now forever basically, or until, you know, everybody that knew about it dies, I guess, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's there for a long time. At least it's, it's so funny. I st- like every now and then I'll get an email or a message or some random thing where somebody's listening to it and I'm like, Oh, Oh Yeah. <laughs> forgot about that i i did that yeah no uh, yeah 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 i i guess i've been thinking about it a little bit more now since i've been doing the progress podcast and it's kind of like an extension of that but um you know it right. is it is kind of weird like when something's out there it's just out there uh like that valentine's day song i completely forget that song exists until i go look through my soundcloud and i'm like oh yeah 
Um, oh yeah. <laughs> now I gotta, I need to like go credit you <laughs> in it or something. You're like, wait, wait a minute. You're like, let me go listen to it first. And then, then I'll tell you if, if I want to be credited. Um, yeah. Where are my royalties at? Yeah. Man? Right. No, just kidding. <laughs> you want to know something sad? I just registered for BMI like a few days ago. Like that's how late I am on that. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably some revenue from that chasing lions album, like probably 20 bucks or something, but like, it's probably there, you know, like, uh, I just, I just realized I haven't even like registered that as my piece of work. So I, you know, I'm blowing it, man. I'm just not good at that kind of stuff. Um, (laughs) man, sorry. I, 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 I get off track pretty dang fast, but, um, that's okay. Yeah. Drum chat. So you told me you're in, you're in Nashville and your job mm-hmm. is to set up drum kits for session drummers, which I think is the most amazing thing ever. Uh, and for those of you out there that don't know what a session drummer is, basically, um, especially in places like Nashville, they've got a bunch of studios, a bunch of artists, and they, they will hire musicians. Um, typically, it's not like they're part of the band normally. They're more like a hired team. And, uh, these drummers apparently like they don't, they don't store or take care of their drums. Like people like Travis do. And then they call Travis and say, Hey, I'm recording on this day. And then they just show up and their drums are set up, which is like, that's, I can't, that's so bougie to me, but it's awesome. (laughs) Like, I love it. Like I can't like my experience as a recording artist and a performing artist, like I've never had anybody do jack shit for me. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to imagine like being a professional artist and like actually having services like that. I just, when I think of being a professional artist or musician, I just think of baggage, <laughs> you know, like, Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. I just think of like all the shit you have to do just to play your drums or whatever, you know? Um, right. How, how like tell me like about your experience at this job like what's it been like well i guess another way to put it is i'm, I'm kind of like a drum tech yeah you know like if, if uh like if guys are on tour a lot of times they'll have techs with them if they can afford that um who set up their stuff who hand them guitars on stage and all that and so i guess that's technically what my job is um to a lesser degree because really we just go in and set the drums up, leave, come pick them up when they're done. Um, a lot of, to answer your question, it's kind of been a culture shock because I, because I, I'm, I'm like you, whenever I showed up, I didn't realize that that's how the industry worked. But the difference between Austin and Nashville is the industry in Austin is very live music mm-hmm. oriented. I say it's also very DIY too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and there's elements of that here as well. A lot of there, there's, there's probably hundreds of studios in Nashville. Yeah. You know, a lot of people just think of music row, which is a very common place for me to go on a day to day basis. I'm there all the time, but there are studios that in buildings you never knew were studios, right? Like house studios or basement studios or whatever. I love that. Um, It's the same in Austin too. Like I was an intern at a studio there that was in a house in a suburb and like you, you would, you would have no clue. It just looks like a normal house. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I kind of love it. Yeah. The little sneaky studios. Yeah. Yeah. There's a studio here like that and I had no idea. And I walk in the entire house is converted 
and not even converted they just set up in there like the bathroom had guitar amps in the in the bathtub and <laughs> you know there's like grammys just kind of floating around here and there i'm like where am i yeah but the 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 culture shock part of it was that um here with the production of music most of the sessions that we cater to are on a union and so the union is like man if somebody's hearing this and they're like he's getting it so wrong i'm so sorry but there's like different time slots for each of these studios where the union will pay for the cartage is what uh i'm doing you know carting all this stuff around and there's like a 10 o'clock shift a two o'clock shift and a six o'clock shift um and you know if if somebody clocks an entire day they're doing a triple 10 2 and 6 um the union will pay for that cartage or the producer will pay us to bring those drums or whatever the case so it is pretty bougie for the the drummer to just show up but the reason why this exists is because there's so many songs being pumped out in a day and these producers who are making all these different songs that they don't have time for the musician to come in and set up they got to get in and get out for money's sake for reserving the spot right and so that's why they hire us to come in the night before and then pick up afterward uh just for the money because there's a there's a producer here named buddy hyatt and he's known for uh cramming in four or five different artists in one day and so um if there's any guitar fans out there you may know who brent mason is uh he's one of i think he's the most recorded guitarist in music history or one of them interesting or but i was pick i was picking him up i was picking his gear up the other day and we do a couple guitar players and I was picking him up and he was on this Buddy Hyatt session and he told me that they had done like 30 songs that day and literally just going in and doing one one take per song and moving to the next one and then that artist leaves, another one comes in, they do five or six and then they leave and it's it's like an assembly line of music. It's really wild how they do it, but that's why these session players are so important because they come in, they get their chart, they come down, they play the song and then they move on to the next one yeah um it's all time it's all very uh um time methodical time sensitive yeah you know yes exactly man i these guys must be so good too just to like to to lay down 30 songs in a day one take for each song it to me (laughs) you know many takes I, i i was recording a song yesterday just working on something at the house i probably did like 200 vocal takes trying to get some parts I wanted, you know, just to try to get it just right or something, you know, or, yeah. or whatever it is. I'm like, I, I'm not one take Samson. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that, that to me is like, that's impressive. You know, um, you give me like, it really a lo- like I could do maybe a song a day. <laughs> so 30, yeah. 30. No, no, sir. Not me. I'm not, uh, I'm not union material, I guess, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's so fascinating, and that's, man. And, Such an interesting industry. Yeah, and, that, and that's not always the case too. You know, it, it differs for the producer, like, and it differs for the artist. Um, you know, some guys will spend an entire session on one song so that they can have that creative element and try different things. Sure. Um, but uh, but depending on the producer, some of them just want to make as much money as they can yeah. in a short amount of time, I'm sure. which is where they'll hire these top-notch guys and pump out 30 songs in, in nine yeah. hours. I'm sure it comes down to <laughs> budget, too, you know, because... Uh... 
Oh, for sure. You know, like if depending on the producer, they probably just have their different their different um, clientele, right? So like this guy's pumping thirty songs out, and he's got five artists coming in. Mm-hmm. Like they're probably you know, like not the most original things or whatever, where they're just basic things and they're just knocking them out. They're cranking them out. Yeah. Whereas like another producer might have one artist the whole day and they're actually like working on things and going through things. Uh, exactly. I guess it's more yeah. of a like, Hey, I need somebody to track this part versus like, Hey, I need to produce this song. You know, um, mm-hmm. that's, it's an in- interesting, uh, interesting way to look at that. Cause you know, that guy cramming 30 songs in one day is making bank. Um, oh yeah. Well, well, there's so much money on the line too. Like you think about for one, they've got to rent the space, which a lot of the studios are around a thousand dollars a day. You know, some go 2000, some go less. Yeah. Um, but on average, like a thousand dollars just for the studio for that day. And then some of these players, you know, maybe 500 to a thousand dollars a day just for that one player. So when you have an entire room of players at 500 to a thousand dollars a piece, that's a couple, a few, a few grand, not to mention the engineer, not to mention the assistants. Like there's a lot of money. And so yeah, at least five to $7,000 a day ish. Like easy. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, man. It's a, what an interesting, interesting thing, but uh, dude, do you have anything else you'd like to teach us about drums or any little, any little snippets, um, that you can bring from drum chats over to podcast idea 13 today? Well, for one, I, I like how it went from the, the podcast to the Nashville music scene <laughs> pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> this which podcast I'm never it. stays it's- on topic, sir. there's a lot of like back i can see a lot of backslashes in the title of like what the episode is drum chats slash nashville music scene slash corn slash whatever um uh, i think usually like i have like my co-host margarita will like keep me from going off the deep end but i think you make it worse because like we're just we're like i feel like we could just chat all day we could just like drink beer and literally talk all day and never stop talking it's probably like i like we're not holding each other back we're just making it worse and worse and worse right (laughs) which is fine Uh, you know Whatever. I like the way you said that. <laughs> I like the way you said that. You make it worse. Yeah. yeah. Well, we collectively together, we're just, we make each other worse. It's good. <laughs> uh, That's so funny. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, yeah. So what, what, you got any other, any drum chats snippets you want to bring in? We'll round us off and I'll try to find a, I'll try to find an inspirational quote. That's funny. Um, yeah, you should go check us out, uh, drumchats.com. Um, you can find us on Instagram, at drumchats, Twitter, Facebook. All of those are at drumchats. You can find myself, at the TravDav on Instagram, um, and just keep up with what we're doing. The, the biggest thing that I want people to understand, because I hear this a lot from new listeners, is uh, you don't have to be a drummer to listen. Um, we, we The reason why we dive in so much with the different topics is to help no matter is to help people no matter what your skill set is to understand more about the drums than it's just hitting stuff that makes sound um and uh and again i wish we had you know two hours to talk about it but it the whole drum chats idea started from the idea of helping people who who uh helping differentiate the difference between 
uh, someone who plays drums and someone who is a drummer. And I feel like someone who is a drummer understands more than just sitting down and playing a four on the floor beat, but knowing why things make the sound that they do, knowing how different things work, how to budget, you know, your spending on gear, all of that. So it doesn't matter what level you're at. Um, I think the podcast offers something for everyone. So please go, go give it a listen and, and send us your, your feedback. Awesome, man. Um, here's, here's my, uh, inspirational quote. I actually, I couldn't find one. All these seem super lame. I just like, (laughs) I Googled some inspirational quotes and I'm like, yeah, I I think I hate all these. Uh, but you know, that's, that's the pessimist in me. So what I'm going to (laughs) say, tying back to the last episode, um, is go out there and don't be emotionally ignorant. Is that, is that inspirational? Is that I think that's inspirational. Okay. I, I know what you mean. I don't, I didn't put it on like a picture with like a sunset in the background, but <laughs> <laughs> with like a humpback whale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like, it's not like a nice scene of somebody like walking up a mountain range, you know, but I think it'll, I think it'll do. Uh, anyway, thanks. Yeah, that works. Thanks for listening. Y'all Travis. Thanks for being on the podcast. Both of the podcasts. Um, I would, pleasure, I would say I'd you. love to be on drum chats, but I wouldn't cause I, I have no clue what I'm talking about. If you ever want an ignorant idiot on your podcast to be like, see, this guy doesn't know anything about drums, then I'm your guy. I think, I think we can, we, we've had bass players, we've had audio engineers, we've had guitar players. I'm sure we can find a space for you to come in. I don't know. And man. get your feedback. I don't it. know. You might be surprised. I'm pretty useless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> anyway thanks for listening y'all thanks travis thank you